Straight up, Tennessee fam. What's good? It's your boy Ruck in the building. Happy Monday, man. It's been a week again, but guys, we are going to get back on schedule. I'm excited, man, for this week. Tennessee, actually, uh, in the basketball realm of things, they are on a good break after a three-game stretch where Dalton Connect has been Hemsky. Um, been very encouraging watching him play uh, at the level we all know that DK can play at. I mean, goodness gracious, he's breaking Tennessee records. Uh, I got a question for everybody uh, once we start talking Dalton Connect here in a few minutes. But, uh, man, Tennessee football, the transfer portal is still rocking. Two big commits, man, over the weekend. Uh, I think you guys know exactly one of them who we have been dying to figure out what in the world are you doing? And when are you going to do it? But I think we are all happy with the outcome of that one. And, uh, man, let's just chop it up today, man. Happy Monday. This is the Monday Rundown. Welcome to Straight Up Tennessee. It's your boy, Ruck. Let's get it on a good, finally sunny, no snow Monday in East Tennessee. What's good, family? Welcome to Straight Up Tennessee on a Monday, man. Hope that you all had a great weekend. Hope that you are having a great Monday so far. Y'all know what to do, man. It's the top of the show. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell notification right now, man, so you never miss an episode. We're still climbing to 1,000 subs. Let's get it, man. We are getting ready to get geared up for March Madness. Uh, we do a big March Madness show with a couple of friends where we will fill out brackets. Um, and basically on that bracket, take that bracket to the end, man. Man, whoever wins uh, gets a free meal on Straight Up Tennessee. If you want to be a part of that, man, let me know. We can get you in here for that live show on Selection Sunday and uh, get you in the Straight Up Tennessee Bracket Challenge. So that is always a fun thing. Uh, also, man, everybody listening on Spotify and Apple, man, thank y'all, man, for the love and the support. Continue to rate us five stars and uh, let the people know why they need to be listening to Straight Up Tennessee baby man y'all just continue to like continue to comment continue to subscribe uh and most of all man share man if you can put this in a link share it out on your Facebook your Twitter Instagram wherever man I'm telling y'all it is such a massive help for us um as we continue to build content and build the channel appreciate all the love man and support for real um you never you'll never understand how much uh I appreciate it uh what was just a a little idea has turned into a, a family and a community, and uh, this is Straight Up Tennessee, baby. But y'all want to hear my sad story, my sappy story today? Let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about some Tennessee football right now. Obviously, uh, the Polynesian Bowl happened. Mike Matthews, Jordan Ross. We had a lot of guys play in that game. Uh, Mike Matthews wins offensive MVP of the Polynesian Bowl. This is big because... We knew how good Mike was. 
I don't think there was any question that Mike Matthews is going to have an opportunity to play in year one uh, this year in 24 for the Vols. I mean, it's very rare that you get five-star guys. And then it's very rare that you get five-star guys that are as gifted and as talented as Mike Matthews. This man caught like a 25-yard post and just zoomed past DBs, making them look slow. That is impressive, bro. Like for a for a for a young cat to be doing that already, that's impressive. And obviously he was playing against other high school cats that are going to bigger schools and big schools just like he is. But to see it live in action, we've heard about it for so long, but to actually see Mike Matthews on the field, bro is a problem. So he's going to have an opportunity to play. Will he? Will he get all the playbook? Will he get all of the the ins and outs? Everything that he has to figure out. Um, being a receiver in this Josh Heupel offense, will he be ready to go? I think so. I think uh, he's talented, gifted, and then you know you can't sleep on guys like Braylon Staley as well. Like these young guys are coming to Tennessee because they not only believe that they can make an impact, but they already in their minds know that they will make an impact and those are the kind of guys you want to recruit right like when you start to think about recruiting and you start to think about building culture and a team you don't want to start recruiting guys just because they were highly touted um and they just gonna come in and think things are going to be given to them you want to recruit guys like we have these young guys Enis, Enis Farouk um goodness gracious I mean you name it Gage Ginther like all of these young cats I feel like they feel as if they are coming to get a, a job. Like they're not just coming. Oh yeah, I'm here to learn. They're going to say that to the media, but when they get into their dorm rooms and they chopping it up together, playing 2k, playing Madden, call of duty, they not talking about, man, don't you know that, um, don't, man, Nico is just so good. Nah, uh, Jake Merklinger's like, man, I'm trying to take his job, even though he ain't going to, we know Nico Yamaliaba's QB one. So hear me say that. But it's the it's the fact that these young cats are coming in and they are coming to work because they saw guys like Jordan Thomas. They saw guys like Ricky Gibson, Jeremiah T. Lander, Arian Carter. They saw guys like that play in year one. And no matter if you're on the offensive side or the defensive side of the ball, if you come in ready to work, I feel like that work is going to be rewarded. But the biggest thing is you got to be ready to work. Like you can't just come in and I, yeah, I'm, I was him in high school. All of y'all was him in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like all of these cats were him at their own high school. So they got to come in and be ready to go. And I feel like back to the point, Mike Matthews, guys like Braylon Staley, these young guys are going to come in ready. And I'm excited to see what 2024 has in store. Um, obviously the biggest news still, man, you know, with Nick Saban's retirement, everything going on in Alabama, Julian saying Caleb Downs, all of these cats transfer to Ohio State. Uh, I told the straight up Tennessee uh, discord channel, which all you got to do to join that man, join the channel. Ninety nine cents. Uh, continue to lock in, tap in with us. But I told the team, I told everybody on that uh, in our discord channel yesterday. I was like, if Ohio State doesn't win the Natty, they are the biggest bust in in college football history. That roster is unbelievable with the people they have coming back. The transfers that they had come in with Will Howard, uh, gosh, now Julian saying coming in, Caleb Downs, Quinshawn Judkins, like 
y'all got a roster that should win a natty. But I guarantee you, Ryan Day can't coach him up. And I'm sorry, all my Ohio State family. Uh, I, I'm, I don't think Ryan Day is the guy. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't care if you can recruit. Great recruit. You have. I, you can't beat Michigan, bro. And I understand Michigan just won the natty. Cool, whatever. But Ryan Day has not proven that he can get out of the Big Ten. Like he can't beat Michigan. So why do we think that? They just gonna come and beat Georgia, and they gonna beat you know Alabama. They couldn't beat Georgia last year, uh, two years ago, I guess, with C.J. Stroud. They should have won, but they didn't. And that's all that we can go back to is they haven't showed up in the big game to win it. And they got a great roster again. Now this year is gonna be nasty. You got a lot of cats in the transfer portal that were that are dogs, and uh, I just I'm not sure how much more. Ohio State fans are going to be able to take a Ryan Day if he can't get the job done with this kind of roster this year. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But uh, let's talk about them, them big boy recruits, man, that Tennessee has finally got in. Let's start out with the Stanford transfer uh, being Jackson Moy. He was a defensive lineman from Stanford. He committed to Tennessee over the weekend. Um this guy, I, I feel like, okay, Omar Norman Lott was from Arizona State. And we're starting to get more of these West Coast cats on the East Coast. And what I'm learning about these West Coast defensive linemen specifically, they got some, like, built-up anger or something. Like, watching Omar Norman Lott play football is so entertaining. It's so vicious. Like, He's mean and he hates his opponent. And you got to love that if you're Rodney Garner and you're probably getting that in a guy by Jackson Moy. Like this guy is coming from Stanford where, you know, he played. He didn't do anything bad. He's got three years to play. He's got three more years. And, you know, they, 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 they categorize him as one of the finesse defensive tackles or defensive linemen. Uh, says that he's very versatile, says that he's quick, very relentless to the football, big energy. And so it, it, those are the type of motors that Rodney Garner loves on the defensive line. And what, like I said, what I've seen from Rodney Garner is he's taking these West Coast cats and they've been able to plug and play because they are just so nasty. Like they just vicious. They just got built up anger. I can't even explain it. They just got some type of anger. And, um, I don't know. I'm excited to see Jackson Moy, uh, another Hawaiian, you know, bringing more of that Polynesian culture to Tennessee. It's really cool. And I'm very excited to see kind of how he fits in uh, with that room because that room is nasty, man. James Pierce, you still get Bryson Eason back. Big Omari Thomas is coming back. Uh, 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 you never saw Tyree Weathersby this year because he had a hip injury, but Tyree West had his coming out party in the Cheez-It Bowl. And then you're going to get uh, 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 Josh Josephs back. I mean, gosh, y'all, this is this roster. And then you add in Omar and you still got Jackson Moy. Like, you. you that D line, I'm telling y'all, boy, they that's a that's a group that's a group to be to be looking for this fall to continue to not just get better, but to continue to wreak havoc. And I think you know over the over the last few years, um, really the last two years, I would say, um, Josh Heupel 
and the defensive side of things have started to make a shift. And we always blame the the defensive backs. Like it's easy to blame them when you know you're not getting pressure, right? It's easy. But what I do like is the way that they're recruiting now and the way that it's showing up on the field. Tim Banks has got these guys going uh relentlessly to the football. They're playing tough. Um, and I think now with what has happened in the back end, with all of these guys transferring out, we're gonna see a lot of new faces in the back end. Gabe Judy Lolly declaring for the draft. Like it's gonna be a brand new back end for Tennessee. And um with that, I think you're gonna see a lot of what we've hoped for um in the secondary for Tennessee. I think that's why will it's gonna take a lot to for me to think that Willie Martinez is not gonna be back. Um so nothing has been said about that really. Uh no one knows. So we'll see what happens. But the biggest news uh of the weekend i think for tennessee vols fans is uh i think it was on friday um the the ut student directory for the semester rolled out and everybody was like man lance hurt is in the directory so he's got to be coming to tennessee and lo and behold he fully committed to tennessee on sunday yesterday um he met with glenn ellerby met with housley coach heupel um this specific visit that he had supposedly was the difference maker in him choosing Tennessee over the other uh, schools that he was looking at. Um, he played in 12 games last year. He, I think he only got one start, but he was a former five-star man. And you can't teach five-star talent. When you're a five-star, you are, you're in a different kind of branding, right? Like there's a pressure on you. That's really not something you welcomed, but it's something you earned, like you earned that pressure. And uh, he played at LSU. You know, he didn't play, you know, a, a, a whole, whole lot. But again, you appeared in almost all you appeared in 12 games. You started one. This is great. This is this is good for Tennessee. Um, you know, I'm excited to see with 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 Lance Zalance. I guess his name is Zalance, but he goes by Lance. Um, when he came out of high school, he was the number 22 uh, prospect in the country. He was the number four offensive tackle in the nation. And he was the number two prospect in the state of Louisiana. So, again, the pressure that was placed on him, he earned it. And um, it's a good thing. And I'm excited to see kind of how he fits in. You know, you get John Campbell back, uh, Cooper Mays. I mean, Javante Spragan seems like he's coming back. Where does Lance Hurd fit in? Because Gerald Mincy's gone. He's gone to Kentucky. He's going to have a have him a good old time there in UK. And they're going to get throttled by us right here in Neyland this year. And I can't wait to just – I can't wait. If I'm a player, I, if I'm a player, I cannot wait to go up against Gerald. I will blow him off the ball, bro. I cannot wait. Just probably going to be that boy James Pierce blowing him up. And I can't wait for it. So – um. But with 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 the with with Lance Hurd committing, this now solidifies to me you're okay for another year up front. You're gonna be fine. Um, Nico's first year starting, you're gonna be okay. And I think we were all nervous, you know, after the Citrus Bowl uh, or even, like, really before the Citrus Bowl, we were all a little nervous. Like, man, what in the world is gonna happen with with the uh, offensive line? Like, is he gonna have any help? 
And now, guys, I feel like we're in a place where it's like, let's go play football. You know, like, let's just go play football. Let's have let's get this squad together and, and let's figure that these things out, because I believe Nico's going to be fine. Um, but it's now putting all the pieces together when you're swapping out units and you're swapping out people. Um, it matters. And I feel like we'll be fine. We got time. It's January. We got spring ball to get through. So we have nine months. But I mean, like we got we got time to get things right. But when you're swapping out, guys, you're keeping the bulk, but you're still adding a new piece. And so we got to make sure that chain is perfectly linked. And I trust the coaching staff. They've not proven us wrong yet. And uh, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to uh, leading into spring ball, man, is how does this team Figure it out up front. It's going to be fun to watch because uh, we know who our guy is in Nico. So, um, y'all, man, let's let's end the show, man. Just a little bit of talking about Tennessee basketball. Tennessee basketball uh, is now four and one in SEC play, uh, beating Ole Miss, beating Alabama, beating Florida, and beating Georgia. Losing that first SEC matchup on that Wednesday night against Mississippi State was not pretty. Uh, Tennessee was down by, you know, almost 20 at one point, came back, fought back, Dalton Connect had a big game, um, but couldn't get it done. And so now we sit at four and one right at the top of the SEC. Um, it's going to be fun to see what happens February 3rd when Tennessee uh, goes up to Rupp Arena. I think that's the game that everybody has circled. Tennessee has a game Saturday against Vandy. Um, they're off all week until Saturday here in Nashville. They will play Vanderbilt. Um, I was going to go to the game, but I'm going to wait because I would much rather spend the money on an SEC tournament day session than uh, watching us go beat Bandy here. Uh, unless somebody just, you know, wants to bless me with a ticket or something. That's dope. I'll take it. Uh, but if not, I'm not going to go. I'm going to watch it right here on the couch. Um, but the things that Dalton Connect are do is doing. Um, wow. It's. It's unbelievable. And, you know, he is now the first Vol to score 25 points over a span of three to five games or something like that. Three, three or four games to score 25 plus. Um, the last guy to do that was Chris Lofton in 06. And uh, I mean, dude is on a different tear. You know, earlier in the show, I was like, man, I want to ask y'all a question. And I'm in a text with a bunch of guys and we all love Tennessee and we. You know, everybody's opinionated. Everybody wants to say what they feel and yada, yada, yada. And so somebody asked a question. It was like, like, does Dalton Connect go down as like one of the greatest basketball players in Tennessee history? And I hesitated to instantly say yes, because I'm not sure that we can call a guy a legend, a Tennessee legend that's only been here for one year. Like that, I have trouble with that. I have trouble calling you a legend when you've been here one year. It's like, okay, if Hendon Hooker came in one year and did what he did, I'm still not sure I could call him a legend. But because we saw the progression of Hendon over the course of two years, it's a little different, right? Dalton Connect is only here for this year, and he's putting up statistically legendary numbers. But I... For me, I hesitate to be like, man, he was a Tennessee great. Because really, 
he ain't even got enough of the culture at Tennessee to be considered a, a legend. I don't know what y'all think. What do y'all think? Maybe this is just me and me being a loyalist to the Vols. It's like, man, I feel like you got to be here. Like, you got to sow. And you've been here a year and you've been doing your thing. Like, I'm a DK fan. Like, I, he's going to go down as one of the greatest Tennessee basketball players ever. But when we say Tennessee legend, that's a different kind of title. You know what I'm saying? So what do y'all think? I would love to see what y'all think about that below. Um, because it's been crazy watching dude go. Like, dude is doing, his bag is crazy. Like, the fact that he can get in a post and post you, drop step, lay up, turn around, jumper, okay? Or he can take the ball up the court and in transition make enough of a hezzy to get to the rim, left-hand finish, right-hand finish, two-hand dunk. What do you want? And then to get into the half court and recognize, oh man, I got somebody that's about six nine on me. Let me let me let me go get this ball up top. And he ISO ISO Joe like Joe. <laughs> he like ISO Joe Johnson. You hear me? He gets at the top and just truly like is a wizard when he starts to get into his package. When he gets into that package and he gets that first hezzy step and can get by you. After that, it's like okay, somebody's either gonna be open for three. Or he's going to get a pull-up, or he's getting to the rim with the left. Or he might dunk on you. What? Which one do you want? And to see a guy like that translate from JUCO to Northern Colorado to the SEC, like, that lets you know that the boy's bag is a, it's bagging. His bag is deep. He got, he got more in there, bro. I think that we haven't even seen him do his thing. Like, bro, we got two more months of this. Don't Connect has two more months of this. What are we going to see from him? Team is playing great. It was awesome to see Jordan Ganey get his shot back on Saturday against Bama. Tennessee wins by 20. Like, Alabama was undefeated in the SEC. They come to Rocky Top and get They get busted. All I'm saying is, is, is if this team truly wants to get to Elite Eight, Final Four, Natty, they got the pieces. It's putting it all together every game. And if they continue to do what they've done the last three, we're going to be hard to beat. Y'all, we'll see you back at uh, some point this week, man, probably Thursday uh, for a Thursday show. But, man, y'all have a great week. Happy Monday. Uh, tap in with us, man. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell notification right now so you never miss an episode. Also, man, comment below what you think about the Dalton Connect legend uh, statement that I mentioned. I'm having a hard time with it. I don't know if I can call him a legend, but he is a Tennessee great. What do y'all think? I love y'all. Thank you for the love and support. Apple, Spotify, thank you for listening. Y'all already know what it is, man. Straight up Tennessee, baby. Your boy, Ruck, we outie. <laughs>